Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be talking about women's safety. You see, the other day I was scrolling through my social media feed and I saw this interesting post from BuzzFeed. And before you say anything, yes I know, it is cringe, but I do follow BuzzFeed. I like to know what the other side is saying about things, plus they do post cute listicles of puppies from time to time. So yeah. I follow them. The post is titled, Women are sharing all the things they do to feel safe while running, and it's both heartbreaking and infuriating. As the author Stephanie McNeil writes, quote, Amanda Dybert, a writer for TV and comic books, recently shared a thought on Twitter that immediately went viral. The fact that it did, she told BuzzFeed News, made her sad because of the subject. She asked women to describe what they do to protect themselves while out running. Dybert's thread read that one of my mom groups has a thread that is just women listing and recommending which kind of protection they take with them when they go out running, i.e. pepper spray, alarm necklaces, whistles, etc., in case you wondered what being a woman is like. Also women, what do you use when you go out running? She later told BuzzFeed that, quote, it just hit me like, wow, this is something most women think about every time we go out to get exercise or even just walk to our car. In their replies to her, women listed self-defense gadgets like ring knives, panic alarms that are supposed to stun attackers, as well as good old pocket knives. And of course, some other women also listed good old doggos as the protection that they chose to carry with them. And Dybert concluded that, quote, I've had so many men respond to the thread saying they have never even considered it because when they go for a run, they just go for a run. And it made them sad to realize it was different for women. Now, there are a couple of different points I want to touch upon in regard to this article, but before we get into any of those, I just want to note that I think emergency preparedness, especially in regard to self-defense, is a good thing. Everybody, man, woman, should have the right and ability to defend themselves if necessary. Hopefully it's not necessary, but if necessary. I think awareness of how vital and life-saving self-defense is is crucial. So for drawing attention to this topic, I applaud this thread and this article. And I also think that sharing tips and tricks and gadgets that relate to self-defense is also amazing because frankly, as the weaker sex, if women, heaven forbid, are ever attacked, we do need all the help we can get. So there actually are quite a few positive aspects about this piece. I, I don't want to hate on it too much. However, and there's almost always a however on this show, as essential as women's self-defense is, I still don't think we should be engaged in fear-mongering. The idea that this is what it's like to be a woman in the West, unable to leave your house without a knife on you and men don't have to worry about it because they're men, that's just false. And don't get me wrong, women, like men, should be capable and willing to defend themselves. But after a certain point, I do think we are just scaring women and making them fear for their lives for no reason. Self-defense is great, but trying to push it on women by telling them that they're going to be targeted for their gender or that they should be afraid every time they leave the house, that's not helpful. For example, consider the words of Jamila Jamil an actress whom we've quoted on this show before. She once tweeted, being a woman and leaving your house feels like rolling the dice on your life. Sometimes it's even scary being in your house. 
It's exhausting, draining, and tedious to always feel like a target. I don't mean to get too presumptuous here, but considering that Jamila is a successful actress, I really doubt that she's living in a bad neighborhood, in which case, why on earth should leaving the house make her feel like she's rolling the dice on her life? What is she so afraid of? I don't know, but maybe videos like this, which are again by BuzzFeed, are contributing to this culture of fear that apparently so many women are living in. You try to tell yourself that you are a brave, strong person and you shouldn't be afraid of walking alone. Like it sounds really simple and easy, but that's just not the case walking down the street and you get some cat calls or comments from men and sometimes they follow you and they won't uh, let you go. Sometimes I'm like, I could totally take this guy right now if I need to. And like, I don't know if that's a good thing. Stomp on the ground, like walk really loudly, walk really tall with good posture. I dial 911 and like have it ready as I'm walking. I carry around a pocket knife. Sometimes when I go out at night, I make sure I have my running shoes on. There's one particular time that I stood in the center of kind of like a busy street and waited for the bus there because I was so horrified. That can get to a point where it's like almost debilitating. People kind of imposing these precautions on you and they expect you to have these precautions. My dad had me take self-defense classes and at first I was really opposed, like I'm not a violent person, I don't enjoy or anything like that and he was like I know but it's stuff that you need to be learning. Women like men should be as cautious as possible with their safety especially when they're alone but videos like that I'm sorry, but no, that is not an accurate depiction of what it's like to be a woman at night. In Canada, the US, and the UK, if you don't live in a city, then odds are you are extremely safe, especially compared to the rest of the world. So if you're some woman living in the suburbs and you're afraid to even leave your house, I kind of feel like you might be overplaying the threat to your life. Okay, but what about women living in cities though? Because everyone knows that cities do have more crime than surrounding areas. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of cities or just urban living in general. In fact, anytime I have to be in either LA or New York, I just end up feeling so drained. Just not my cup of tea. And if you do live in a city, like, I don't know, Baltimore, Detroit, or St. Louis, then yeah. Okay, maybe you do have reason to be afraid. But even then, these women's safety initiatives still miss the mark for me because they make it seem as if women are the biggest targets for this violent crime, which is just not the case. Obviously, violent crime is equally wrong and serious whether it happens to a man or a woman, and it really shouldn't be like this competition between the genders to see who gets victimized more. But I just feel like that BuzzFeed article and video and just other posts I've seen about the issue almost make it seem as if not just violence is wrong and women should be careful, but violence against women is actually like this patriarchal mechanism in our society where women are just disproportionately the victims of violent crime and just targeted no matter where they go because they're women. Meanwhile, men are just fine and they don't even need to worry about this kind of thing because they're men and everything's fine when you're a man. Again, before I get into this, I really don't think that who gets victimized more should be this competition we're having. But okay, if we are gonna go down that road, then no, women are not victimized more often by violent crime than men are. That's just not the case. According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, quote, males experienced higher victimization rates than females for all types of violent crime 
except rape slash sexual assault. And concerning homicide specifically, according to one analysis of the data, quote, about 90% of all perpetrators are male and about 81% of their victims are male. Moreover, 78% of the victims of female offenders are also male. Not that many people talk about this, but it's true, men are the victims of violent crime so much more often than females are. And this isn't a trend that's unique to the U.S. either. As the Canadian government reports, in 2008, quote, men were more likely than women to be the victims of the most serious forms of physical assault, levels 2 and 3, and have a weapon used against them. The rate of aggravated assault for men is over three times greater than that of women. Young men under the age of 18 are 1.5 times more likely to be physically assaulted than young girls. In 2008, men were the victims of 80% of all reported attacks by strangers. Men were also the victims in 65% of robberies. And in Canada, men accounted for almost three quarters of homicide victims during the five-year period between 2004 and 2008. So even if you are a woman who lives in an area where you would understandably be concerned for your safety on a regular basis, the idea that you would be going through this while the men would be just totally fine that's not really what the data tells us. And I know what some of you may be thinking, which is what about sexual assault? Because that is one area of violent crime where women actually are targeted more often than men. One unfortunate reality of sexual assault is that you're actually more likely to be assaulted by someone you do know than by someone you don't know. As the Bureau of Justice Statistics reports about female victims of violence, 57% of the rape or sexual assaults against females were committed by an offender whom they knew. Strangers committed about one third of all rape slash sexual assaults. And heartbreakingly, one in five rape or sexual assaults against females were committed by an intimate partner. And as the report notes, quote, females are also generally murdered by people they know. In 64% of female homicide cases in 2007, females were killed by a family member or intimate partner. And in an additional 25% of cases, females were killed by others they knew. Only an estimated 10% of female murder victims were killed by a stranger. This number is much lower than it is for males, of whom 29% were killed by strangers. I am not bringing up these numbers to say, it's okay, women, it's only the people you know who are going to be assaulting and murdering you. All crime is awful no matter who perpetrates it, and in fact, on an emotional level, I actually think I would rather a stranger assault me rather than someone who I know and I'm supposed to trust. However, I mention these numbers because it goes to show that on average, in our society, women are not the random victims of senseless violent crimes when they're walking down the street. Am I saying that violent crime doesn't happen to women? Absolutely not. Am I saying that women shouldn't prepare for the possibility of violent crime? Definitely not. Am I saying that violent crime is less serious if it's perpetrated against you by someone you know? Absolutely no. What I am saying is that maybe we should tone down the rhetoric concerning women's safety because it's actually gotten to a point where last year, a panel of experts on women's issues actually ranked the US one of the 10 most dangerous countries for women, along with other countries like India, Afghanistan, Syria, Somalia, literally Saudi Arabia, and Nigeria. How you can unironically mention the safety of women in the United States, along with the safety of women in places like Somalia, is beyond me. I mean, according to this woman who is a UN consultant and TED Talk speaker, when myself and my friends part ways walking home, we usually say, get home safe, and remember, always suspect murder, i.e. if we go missing, we haven't run away or fled the country, but have definitely been killed. I do hope that that tweet was just 
being kind of funny, but considering that it was in response to Dybert's original thread about women's safety, I don't think that's the case. All I'm saying is that I feel like there's a sweet spot between, hey ladies, stay safe out there, remember, always be on guard, and death could be upon you at any point. Murder may be imminent. You never know. You just, you never know. And frankly, I also don't see how I can support any pro-safety mindset that completely ignores the safety concerns of men, because like I said, they have most of the safety concerns. If you're advocating for crime awareness that completely ignores or dismisses the majority of violent crimes, that's not good crime awareness. And look, I'm really not making this video just to complain for the sake of complaining. I really do think that to solve a problem like crime, we first need to accurately identify the problem. These campaigns paint women's self-defense as like this feminist anti-patriarchy issue. But this is not a feminist issue, this is a crime issue and no, those are not the same. If you want to tackle the issue of crime and women being afraid to walk alone places, especially in big cities, you need to address things like poverty, fatherless homes, and illegal immigration. For all of those things, feminism either has no solution to the issue or it exacerbates the issue. Call me a skeptic, but I don't see how going to the inner city where crime rates against women and men and just everyone in general are the highest and talking about things like smashing the patriarchy and you know the wage gap are gonna solve things and it's just kind of frustrating to me because whenever i've talked about things that you know measurably reduce crime like encouraging marriage and family stability stricter border control so you can know who is coming in and out of your country reducing regulations to encourage a freer economy so that people can find jobs and be lifted out of poverty i am called awful things just terrible names by these same people who claim to care so much about women's safety so I don't really know what to do here anymore, but I would love to know what you guys think about this issue. Am I right to be critical here, or is it true? Should us lady folks be afraid, be very afraid every time we leave our houses? As always, let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.